anything permitted in your life will increase. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Alicia Sharp, and today we have part two of Jensen Franklin's message about finding your assignment. Here's Jensen. There's four things you do to preach a message. You study yourself full. You get everything you can get of the Word of God on that subject, as much as you can, from any and everybody you can get it, and get it in your spirit. Study yourself full. Then number two, you pray yourself hot because you study to get a message or a sermon, but you pray to get a message from God. Pray yourself hot. You gotta pray. You gotta pray. You gotta pray. You gotta pray. It's not, we've had enough talks. We need some prayer behind our work. So, so you study yourself full, you pray yourself hot, then you think yourself through. You know, you, you have to think it through. Think that message through. Where is it going? How is it going to end? What, uh, do I have any life illustrations that I can put in here? Anything that I can say that will make it applicable to people's lives? What, think it through. Did anything happen with my kids? Have I ever experienced this point? I, I don't know why. I must be getting a lot of y'all ready to preach. But this is how you do it. This is how you do it. Study yourself full, pray yourself hot, think yourself through, think it through. And then lastly, and this is the big point that has to do with, uh, don't worry about their faces. After you study yourself full and pray yourself hot and think it through, the last thing you got to do after you've done everything you know to do, set yourself free. Just set yourself free. Now, I don't know if y'all getting anything out of this, but I'm liking this little sermon. Just set yourself free. Relax. Get up and do what God's called you to do, and don't worry about their faces. They might be making ugly faces because they ate something crazy for lunch. You don't know. It may not be your sermon. He said, don't worry about their faces. It's just a face. Turn to somebody and say, it's just a face. How people look at you. It's just how people accept you. It's just a face. For I am with thee. I love that. You're not in this by yourself. You didn't call you by yourself. And he said, therefore... I will put forth my hand and touch your mouth, Jeremiah. Now, here's another thing about your assignment. Your mouth is going to play a major part in your assignment. If God told him he had an assignment, it was going to require him to go to places in nations of the world. Then he gives him another huge insight that your mouth is going to play a major part of your assignment. Your ability to speak. He touched my mouth. There are two kinds of communication. What you tell others and what you tell you. Some people talk good to others and talk bad to themselves. They're kind to others and they curse themselves. 
you stupid, you idiot, you're ugly, you're dumb, you're no good, you'll never be anything, you're a loser, you can't do it. But they'll talk real kind, they, they communicate outwardly good to other people, but talk horribly to themselves. But God touched His mouth. Your future is not good until God touches your mouth. And suddenly, He begins to prepare you when He touches your mouth. Your preparation determines your performance. If you don't prepare, then you won't perform well. So prepare yourself for your assignment. Find what you truly love and build your life around it. You know, sameness creates comfort. But difference creates reward. We want to be like everybody else. And that's comfortable. But it's when you find that uniqueness that God has given you that you begin to connect to the rewards of life. Because nobody, if you're just like everybody else and just into what everybody else is into, then guess what? Then the field has just gotten really broad. But the more unique, and we're afraid of being different. We're afraid of being different. But it's the uniqueness that is your niche. Don't try to be like everybody else. Just be what God made you full of the Holy Spirit. Discover your distinction. Identify your difference. So find what you love. Find, I love church. I love preaching. I love ministry. I love it. Find what you would do if... Let, let me put it to you this way. What if, what if everybody, no matter if they are a janitor or they are a brain surgeon, what if everybody was paid $10 an hour no matter what you did? There is no difference in pay it, it, whether, you, whether, whether you are a dog catcher or you are a PhD in, in, a, in, the, in Harvard University. Who, whatever gets $10, what would you choose to do? What would you choose to do? I would do what I'm doing right now. Because this is, this is what I love. This is what I do. You've got to find what you love to do and you don't do it for money. Nothing wrong with being successful if you're a business person, particularly and got a big dream to make lots of money, especially if you're a kingdom-minded business person. God can really bless that. But my point is, if you get in it solely for money, nine times out of 99.9 .9 times, you're going to fail. But if there is something in you that loves the reward of whatever it is ultimately that gets you to, because you talk to people who, who've done great things, and, and it seems like there's always something else the money was never the motivator even though it came does that make sense so so what you love is a clue to your son that was jensen franklin and you can find that clip on youtube if you search under jensen franklin clues to your assignment you can also find out more information about him at jensenfranklin.org hope you have an amazing day and i will see you tomorrow God bless. Thank you.